Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Casual Keto Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Wickham Simons. I'm the Casual Keto Doctor. On today's show, I'm going to let you know how my week has been. I'm going to give you a little note about what's going to be happening on our blog, a summary of some of the different products I've previewed and some of my favorite products, some of the products that my patients really like. And then on the main topic on our show today, I'm going to talk about how to smash through a plateau while on the keto diet. So I'm here today in Durham, North Carolina, in my office at the Renaissance Center at South Point. It's about 80 degrees outside. A little cloudy today. We might get some rain, which isn't so bad. It got kind of dry here over the last few weeks. We kind of need that. I like to start every show with a look back at my week, the good, bad, and uh, any struggles I faced. And I'll be honest with you about uh, when I don't do good. So my week goes a little off track this week. And this is one of those times where I'm going to tell you about a couple of mistakes that I made. I was just in some situations where I couldn't quite squirm out of it. I didn't go overboard, but I didn't do what I would normally do. So I had a guest in town over the weekend. And this person was... Um, rather insistent on getting some Chinese food. We have a friendship that goes back a long time and did involve Chinese food in the past. And so it's a favorite Chinese place. I'm not going to name the place that this person likes going to. And when you go to a Chinese place, this is one type of restaurant that sometimes doesn't always have a low-carb option because they just seem to bread and fry everything and then put sweet sauce on there. So Anyway, I had a type of chicken that was reportedly grilled chicken in a um, more of a garlic type sauce with some red hot peppers, and I could detect and taste some sweetness there. I didn't eat any of the rice that came with it or any of that, but I'm sure that there was some sugar in there in the sauce, even though um, they didn't list any. So I could taste it. So the scale rose on me the next morning when I weighed, and that's almost always a sign that I had some sugar. And the, when you do that, the sugar molecules that you're absorbing cause you to retain some water, and then your weight will rise. And so that's usually a good confirmation that there was some sugar in the food. And then I had to go to Annapolis, Maryland to a meeting for two days on, uh, well, it was yesterday and the day before. So anyway, I have a friend who lived there for a long time and had insisted that I try a crab cake at a place he really likes. And so if you know anything about crab cakes, in theory, there's some breading in there. And there wasn't a lot, but, you know, I could tell that there was some. So not sure how many grams of carbohydrate that I consumed doing that, but it was definitely uh, some. So a little bit off my game this week, but the good news is, is I've Yesterday, I'd returned completely to just getting back on track. And in my diet yesterday, there was less than 20 grams of carbohydrates. So it didn't take me long to straighten up. And that's how you respond to those sorts of things. If you're getting off track, you just make a decision, hey, I got to put my foot down here and boom, you know, get back to eating a ketogenic diet and don't put it off. Don't get in that mode where you're cheating and allowing yourself to cheat uh, more and more. That's the road to trouble. So that's my week in summary. I know a lot of you can probably relate to that. So next up, I usually do a personal product review, but I would just say, you know, that although I normally do that, I'm really excited to share a whole list of products that I like and my patients like, you know. So people would talk to me about that and they said, you talk about a product almost every week. We wish you'd just kind of make a 
list of some of these products and things that are your favorites. So that's what we're doing. We've got everything from my favorite beef sticks to low-carb sweet treats and beverages. And this can be found online at casualketodoctor.com. So for today's topic, I want to discuss how to smash through a plateau while on the keto diet. If you've ever tried losing weight, you know about these plateaus. And uh, there's a reason for them. These are biologically stamped in set points that your body will come to when you're trying to lose weight. What that means is you'll lose a certain number of pounds and then you won't be able to seemingly lose any more, despite the fact that you're doing everything right. So your body is resisting, from a metabolic standpoint, your weight loss at that point. These are very complex things, and the human body is very complex, and it's working very hard to keep you from going below this particular plateau or set point. So when you encounter this scenario, it can be frustrating, and I'd like to talk a little bit about it. The first thing I just kind of point to is to say, for some of you who experience this, you might have already lost the amount of weight that you really needed to lose. And you don't need to get too bent out of shape. You're accomplishing something you set out to accomplish. And maybe now you want to go a little lower, but you accomplish your initial goal. So, you know, decide for yourself, is this really a plateau or is this kind of what I set out to do anyway? Because there's a certain number of people that really get to the point they had initially wanted to get to. And I don't know that it's as much as a plateau as it is that you've reached your goal and your body's at the weight it should be at. So consider that first. If that's not the case, then there are some things you can do to overcome the plateau. Different strategies to do this. I've worked with thousands of patients who've been at this point and I've been there myself. I can tell you at what weights my plateaus occur. And if you've lost weight before, you probably know them And when you run, hit these brick walls, if you will, or these plateaus or set points, whatever you want to call them, you know what yours are. So one way to do it is to really watch your calories. So I'm not a big fan of day-to-day getting really excessively detailed about calories, but I'll tell you in this scenario, it pays. I always say no one starves and uh, dies of starvation overweight or obese. That's not how it works. You get thin. And so in this respect, calories are king. You go below a certain calorie point, your body can only do one thing and that's lose. So you think about that. If you can't be honest about your calories when you're stuck on this plateau, then it's going to be in many cases very hard for you to overcome the plateau itself. I would suggest that you count them up. I know very few people who cannot break through a plateau on 600 to 1,000 calories a day, and boom, they bust right through it. So I would first suggest trying that, and it won't take a long period of calorie restriction to break through the plateau, but I think if you do it for a day or two, you'll be fine. You'll find that you break right through it. Now, that kind of ties into another form of calorie restriction that we've talked about in the past, and that is intermittent fasting. So Intermittent fasting is definitely calorie restriction, right? Think about it. You're not eating anything for a certain period of time. And just like I said, calories are king when you're on a plateau. Well, this is still true in this scenario. And if you'll go on a, you know, I found like, for example, that when I've been on them 
a 16-hour fast or an 18-hour fast isn't going to do it. But a 24-hour fast, automatically, I bust through the plateau. You may have to play around with the different hour figures, but that is a surefire way to get through a plateau is to do an intermittent fast of a certain number of hours, a little more than what you're used to, and boom, you'll find you'll break through that plateau just fine. I get asked about different sorts of exercise. And I would just say that when you're on a plateau, don't make the corner, unless you're planning to do like a ton of exercise, don't make your exercise the thing that you're going to use to break through the plateau. Go back to the diet, get zeroed in on those calories, go there. Now, I'll share with you one other thing that a lot of my patients have done. It seems to work for a lot of them. And that's an extreme form of carbohydrate restriction where essentially I'm going to use eggs as the example because a lot of my patients do this with eggs. They'll do what I call the egg diet, which is they allow themselves to have eggs in any form. And for every egg you have, you, you have to have also a tablespoon of butter. And so this is all you get to eat is eggs and butter. As long as you eat an egg, whatever the form it's in, you got to eat a tablespoon of butter with it. You two eggs is two tablespoons of butter. Many times a day as you like. There's no limit on how many eggs you can have at one time or in a day. And when you do that, you take up the amount of percentage-wise of fat that you're eating goes to 85 to 90 percent of your diet. The difference is protein and there's zero carbohydrate. This metabolic signal that takes place as a result of doing that is a powerful signal to lose weight. So it's extreme, but it works. And if you don't feel like doing an intermittent fast or restricting calories, something like that will work. If you get, I used eggs as the example, but if you can get to 85% of your diet from fat and the remainder from protein with zero carbohydrate, you'll find that it's, um, it's almost impossible to not lose weight at that point. So it's one other strategy for those of you who are kind of into the meticulous detail type stuff. Well, you could try that. So I just wanted to point that out. Whatever you do, uh, don't give up. You know, this, um, I always say the finish line in managing your weight is the grave because we live in a country, an affluent country that has all sorts of bad things in the food supply and our social norms encourage us to eat those sorts of things. And obesity itself is a disease that is working against you to gain weight. So when you consider that sort of scenario and setup, it's easy to get down on yourself. And I would say, don't do it. Keep the long-term view. We're going to be managing this either in the form of losing weight or keeping weight off all the way to the end. And it's best to just forgive yourself of mistakes if you make them. Don't dwell on those. It's best to not take a negative attitude about it because it's something we got to do the rest of our lives. And so... Whatever you do, keep a good attitude and don't give up. You can always, by the way, for encouragement, make sure to read my blog and listen to my podcast online at casualketodoctor.com. So I'd like to end every show by asking you for your friendship. I really want to benefit you, support you, and be there for you like a good friend would. I want to remind you, I'm not your actual medical doctor, and I hope that you'll feel comfortable enough to seek out further guidance on any of the things that we've discussed all of the information I've shared is my own opinion. You don't have to agree or love it. Please know it's not to replace any medical advice you should seek from your own doctor. I always encourage you to consult a doctor with your individual needs to properly gain the treatment and guidance you need. 
Okay, thanks. Make sure to follow us online at casualketodoctor.com. That's C-A-S-U-A-L-K-E-T-O-D-O-C-T-O-R.com. And follow us on Instagram at the Casual Keto Doctor. 